Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, if you ever have that moment when you're trying to order at a restaurant and you're like, I don't know what I want. This is the segment for you. This is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. What is the I don't know meal, Bradley? So we all have this moment, I imagine, where you're like, I just, I don't know. Do I want the, I'm not sure. I can't help. Popeyes is here for you with the IDK meal. That's, you know, an abbreviation for mm. I don't know meal. That's what the kids are doing. The perfect meal for when your partner doesn't know what to eat. So uh, they realized that you have issues, and uh, so do we. So um, they're they're actually helping launch this uh, a product called it, it's their frozen and chilled lemonades. It's part of a limited time offering, hmm. and it becomes part of one of these I don't know meals. Basically, you just tell them you want the meal, and you're going to end up getting a chicken sandwich with one of their uh, premium lemonades for free. So it's really just a gimmick. It, it ain't nothing special right. other than it includes these uh, premium lemonade offerings. And I just thought this is actually kind of brilliant from a branding perspective because, like, who hasn't had that experience where you're like, I just can't decide what oh. I want. I want a chicken sandwich and I want a burger. On the regs, I have this happen. You know, whether it's when you're out to eat or when you're at home. And you just are doing that thing where you're standing in front of the refrigerator wishing something would actually just jump out in front of you and be fully prepared. Yeah. Right? Um, I, I I know that this is a gimmick, but I would love it if other restaurants would actually put this on their menu. Like, don't know what you want? We'll, we'll decide for you. I yes, would please. like I would like the I don't know meal if, in fact, they did actually decide. So, like, you know, one right. through ten, they could just spin the wheel yeah. and make a decision. And then you're like, oh, surprise in a box. Okay, I'll take it. Because I, you know, usually when I can't decide, I just want somebody else to do it for me. Right? Like, I don't have the brain power to decide if I want the uh, chicken sandwich with the bacon or the jalapeno one. Or is that burger really better than the other burger? Have you ever done that, though? So I will do the thing where I ask for advice from the server. Like, oh, I'm kind of stuck between X and Y. Um, which one would you recommend, right? And then they say a few words, and usually the words are like, they're both really great, but this one is like this, and this one is like that, Yeah. right? And then you go, okay, well, I liked what you said about this, and I'll take that one. But I wish, and I've never tried this, but I feel like I'm going to do it next time. I'm going to say, I'm stuck between these two, bring me whichever. And then just live with the surprise. Like, how fun is that? So I'm pretty sure I've done that before. I'm like, surprise me. But I also, so I'm all about... (laughs) 
Tell me more about what you're all about. Not putting things on um, on the service industry, mm-hmm. like because sometimes because I've been in situations where people get really they 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 lean in on that like. I want you to tell me what to do vibe, which is like a good vibe on occasion when you really can't decide, right? Like if you're going to be judicious about that, what I worry about sometimes is that because then the server's like, I don't want to be responsible for you being happy with what I bring you. Just make your decision, right? right? Like that's a good point. I, I mean, from our perspective, it's just like. Surprise me. Yeah. yeah. And I think you can get away with that in certain circumstances with the right server who's like totally down with it. Right. But if you're just like, my thing is to always say, because I know people Mm -hmm. who aren't listening, who will say, so I can talk freely. Okay. And then I pick everything up that you're laying down. um, Who say things like, um, what's your favorite thing on the menu? Mm. And like, you can't just go, you can't start with that. right? Right. You have to feel the you person. You gotta grease out the wheels first. a little bit before you get there. Well, and because some servers are like, I am doing a job. Yeah. And I'm not here to like, but then some servers are game. Right. And if you've got a server who's like down for it, go for it. But mm-hmm. to just put that on the server, like from the minute you sit down, what's your favorite thing on the menu? I will say, I think uh, another way to ask that question that doesn't put the server on the spot is, what do like what is the thing that overwhelmingly more people order yeah right or like yeah. what are you known for at this restaurant or something like that that gives them the opportunity to not have to insert themselves in the situation yeah like a lot and then of people be responsible the, for that yeah because the, but see then i being the curious george that i am yeah. will say well but is it good right like, just because everybody gets the nachos or right the nachos go right but then you have some servers who are like people pleasers and they're like not going to bleep talk their right their establishment but then you get the server who's like yeah no you you absolutely but then when you get the truth mm-hmm. that's when you know okay now i'm dealing with right. a person who's being honest yep let's lean into that yeah because i i will say i respect a waitron who will say to me uh if i say i'm curious about this dish and they say you know honestly it's not my favorite and i'm like game on yeah this is a person who's going to to tell some truth. Do, do you know, not, like we're totally kind of off track, but not really because we're, we're just talking about, I don't know, food. I don't know food. I don't know. My partner will go, do you eat meat? Okay. Now that's a weird question, right? Right. Because what I'm just he, wondering where we're going. Because, <laughs> where do you think <laughs> No, I'm going? not like to a nasty place. I'm oh, just curious, like what, kind because, of, why for? Because he, he is not going to ask a person who doesn't eat meat ah, how they what feel the about best the entree yeah. is, whether the steak or the chicken, because they're just going to do the thing like, well, a lot of people order the steak. Right. Okay, well, but should we be ordering the steak? Right. But if you don't eat meat, like, I don't want you to have to, like, feel like you need to have an opinion. Here's the thing. This is what I want the world to do. <laughs> Please tell Please us. Please take Colleen. a note. Mm-hmm. Because well, I, dear like, listeners, I, I, pull know. over. No, this is relatable. And write this down. This is relatable for sure. Okay, Go because she's you telling know. us it's relatable. She's saying no. It is though do, because when some when you recommend a restaurant to somebody else, you as the recommender do feel that responsibility. Like, oh gosh, if they don't like it, just please don't tell me because I don't. You know, I for my tastes, it was great. You might not like it, yeah. right? So what I wish we could just do is everybody release everybody from the shackles of like responsibility around recommendations, right? So like, just know, and I I feel like you can preface this if you're in a restaurant situation and you want the server to help you with a decision and surprise you, 
you want to give them also the permission to know, like, I'm not going to blame you if I think it's crap. Because that's pressure that we don't need. Okay, there's enough going on in the world. Do you, Are you picking up what I'm laying down? I just want us all to release each other from the responsibility of feeling like it is your fault if somebody else doesn't like something that you recommended. Well, yeah, that's why I said when you show up and you ask a server to, like, surprise you, that's a lot of, like, that can be a lot of pressure. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oof. We did get an email from, we'll call this person D. There's a great place called Mavericks in Champlin that has something on their menu called Chef's Revenge. The chef gets to pick whatever they want. So fun. Now, that I'm here for, as Um, long as it's not the same thing every time. Our friend Panda said, as a server, I was the type to be actually honest if something is not my favorite. I just think that people can tell if you're fibbing and lying. Similarly, they can tell when you're being genuine. I think that's true. And like, but I also understand, like, I don't need you to like break the the fourth wall and like, you know, rat out. Right. Your employer, because that can also be like an uncomfortable position to be in when you're like, I don't know, you might be friends with the owner. And I just told you that um, the chicken we serve is rubbery or something. You know what I mean? Like, that's just a weird position. But when that happens, I am. That's when like they leave the table and my partner and I like, phew. Yeah, we lucked out with this one. Yeah, right? we got the we got the good. You got the straight dirt. Yeah, I do also appreciate the when they use the words that they use in order to describe whether or not it is something. It's usually like very like like well, I, it's not my it's not my choice. favorite, but a lot of people do X, Y, or Z. Yeah. Or like I've been at places where they're like, well, I don't I don't really typically like it the way it's served, but if you like hack the menu in this way. Uh, that's what I do, and I really like it, which is how I've come upon some really good dishes and also feel like a little bit like Sally from When Harry Met Sally. When I'm like, if you take the chicken from this dish and put it with the pasta from this dish and the salad from this yeah, dish. if they're willing to do I'd that. Like to but do if that. you're like one of those people that's like, I can I take the peanuts and can I substitute the peanuts for no! the my pecans? And oh! then would you toast them slightly? Oh, man. As a former server. For that's years, not your favorite. Labor, man. No, come on, man. If you want that much substitution, please. And what's this extra 20% on my bill? Just make it yourself, okay? Oh, God. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Britney Spears' parents have sounded off on uh, their support for Britney Spears. We will tell you what Jamie and Lynn had to say about the testimony of Britney Spears after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Britney Spears' parents have spoken out after her testimony yesterday in her conservatorship hearing. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. I have Jamie Spears' statement. Bradley, I know you have Lynn Spears' statement. Yes, yes. Now, Jamie Spears, uh, who we know has been the conservator of her um, financials, her estate, mm-hmm. Uh, he, and he's come under a lot of fire in recent years. And honestly, she pulled no punches in her testimony. Uh, she, I, I, I wish I could remember. She called him a name. Like it wasn't like my dumb father, but it was like something like that. Um, because of the way that he has managed her financials, Uh, And how hard she has worked and how much she's been manipulated in this conservatorship. Well, Jamie Spears uh, issued a very short statement through his legal team. uh, And this is what the statement says. He, meaning Jamie, is sorry to see his daughter suffering and in so much pain. 
Mr. Spears loves his daughter very much. And that's the whole statement. Okay. Well, it doesn't seem like much. As the person who's in charge of the thing that she feels held captive by. Yeah, and who was especially called out at the way he's holding her captive. And the... uh, hoops that she has been asked to jump through without knowing where the hoops are. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, this relationship clearly is fraught. The thing that, uh, this is like so many stories, and I feel like I'm literally saying the same thing over and over again, regardless of the story, the names may change, but really the thing just ends up being the same. I hope that people will learn from this so that we don't make these mistakes Mm -hmm. again. What I mean by that is like, everybody's going to focus on Jamie Spears being horrible. Right. Um, and you know, free Britney. Once Britney is quote freed, like everything's fine. We did it. You guys. Woo. And it's like the part in the movie where everybody holds each other, but then there's an awkward silence Mm -hmm. because behind Britney, there's like a ton of other people that are in this very situation and don't have it, you know, the public advocating for them, uh, or paying attention to them. Britney, um, has a problem with her father and always has it Mm -hmm. sounds like i mean you don't have to be like there to know because every piece of uh journalism says as much right um but it's not really just the fraught relationship that has allowed this to happen it's like this the system has allowed this to happen in the same way because this makes me think of a lot of parallels but the parallel that i will choose to use for the purposes of our um, celebrity pop culture experience is the Me Too movement with people like Bill Cosby and um, Harvey Weinstein, et cetera, et cetera. We could be here all day, right? Mm -hmm. It wasn't Bill Cosby who was the problem. Yes, for all of those specific women who were his victims, he was the problem. Right. But Bill Cosby didn't exist in a vacuum, right? right? Like, he was allowed... And enabled, right? Encouraged, aided and abetted, aided and abetted by a system mm-hmm. that involved people. Um, so the same is true for this particular conservatorship. It's not just Jamie Spears. If you could make him go away, there would be. I mean, think about Andrew Wallet. He was one of the other co-conservators. I mean, Jody Montgomery Which again. She actually said, you know, that Jody has become part of the problem too. Yeah. It's too much. The judge said. in this case, the first judge, not mm-hmm. the judge that she was talking to, like there there was just this heartfelt moment Ugh. when she was like, I wish I could just stay on the phone with you forever yes. because everything's fine. But the minute I get off the phone, everybody's telling me, no, 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 no. I can't do this. I can't do that. And she just wants mm. somebody who will listen to her. So again, it's not just her dad that is the problem. It is the system. Everybody has... We've all let Brittany down, but we are all letting people down by not, you know, trying to deal with the system that is in place to make it happen in the first place. Right. Right. You really do. I mean, yeah. And and th- in in the statement from Jamie Spears, his words start to ring pretty hollow when you actually read through um, the ways that he has been part of that system that has held her really, truly captive against her will. He was part of the reason why she uh went to that rehab program. I think it was in January of last year, was it? Um and she and that's actually what sort of started the the ball rolling with that free Britney movement because it was that visit to that rehab facility that prompted the phone call from the lawyer, the person who worked at the lawyer's office to the women who do the podcast Britney's Graham where he said 
none of this is what she wants. Also, yeah, like this, this at some point we need to get to because what it sounds like is that that was punishment. Mm-hmm. Like her being hospitalized was punishment. Again, this is not a movie, kids. This right. is like real life. A person was punished for advocating for themselves in a conservatorship, which they're supposed to be the most important and their health is supposed to be the most important. They were hospitalized because she started to question things, which sounds like straight out of a, you know, a thriller, mm-hmm. like a Netflix thriller. Right. So I hope at some point people will go back and, you know, like people will be held accountable. Like who at the, you know, treatment facility or the medical facility is like signing off on things that were, I bet there are red flags everywhere uh, when it comes to stuff like this. And I imagine, um, hopefully yesterday was like opening uh, a Pandora's box in terms of, you know, all the stuff that's been sort of hidden in the dark and in the shadows. What did uh, Lynn Spears, her mother, have to say? Not much. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Not much. I mean, you know, I don't know what she was supposed to say, but through her attorney, Gladstone Jones, Ooh, that's a nice attorney. Nice. Mm-hmm. Gladstone Jones told uh, the public via Us Weekly that, Lynn's, uh, that Lynn, Lynn Spears, the mom, 66-year-old Britney Spears' mom, is, quote, very concerned, a very concerned mother, and that's all she said. Hmm. She's a very concerned mother. I mean, I think she probably is. And I bet that there is a part of her that's definitely staying very quiet because I am sure, at least from what we can assume based on what we've been speculating, her mother has been part of the support network that led her to feel like she could find her voice and have this this moment yesterday. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, dumb people doing dumb things, crazy, stupid idiots. After this on My Talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Yeah, that's my name. These are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for Crazy Stupid Idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the same. Sometimes other places. Like where? Ooh. Tennessee. 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 Uh, I want to tell take you to Lenoir City. Uh, it's probably pronounced like Lenoir or Lenar. Leaner uh, city in Tennessee. W-A-T-E brings us this story about a Tennessee lady who's facing federal charges. Oof. Now, the reason she's facing federal charges. I mean, that's not nothing. No. Uh, and, you know, this happens. So, like, don't ever do things with the mail. Because when right. you do, you're going to go down. Yeah. And not Careful downtown. with the mail. Um, so, U.S. And that's postal... M-A-I-L, not M-A-L-E. Yeah, don't go down but on be the careful mail. with that, okay? <laughs> what? Appropriate. Um, (laughs) The United States Postal Service investigators say a lady by the name of 37-year-old Della Marie Gibson Latham. That's a lot of names. I know. 37-year-old is a long first name. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Della Marie Gibson Latham went to United States District Court of the Eastern District of Tennessee. God, a lot of words. After she did something in the mail. Um, well, by mail, by mail, by the mail. Did she, she did send something a, with mail? Did she send a drug? 
through the mail? <laughs> I a call drug. It. A drug? Uh, no, I'm just the one you drug. A drug. Just the one. I sent the drug in the mail. <laughs> no, uh, I wouldn't call this stuff drugs. Oh, it's not a drug. Did, was it something from her body? It wasn't from her body. Was, was it, it something a- from somebody else's body? Mm-hmm. Was it? Oh, oh. was it mm-hmm. seed? What? I was just wondering, no, you know what I mean? Like, was it, um, was it, um, the stuff, Mm -hmm. the stuff? Nope. Nope. Okay. Nope. I'm going to take you, put you out of your misery. (laughs) Thank you. Good idea. It was vile, but not that kind of vile. Okay. So, um, let's, let I'm going to give you a hint. Okay. Okay. Not that you probably couldn't guess, but, uh, it's much better when I give hints. Thanks. She's a nurse. Oh, blood. Interesting. Yes. And blood and hair. <laughs> no hair. <laughs> um, and it wasn't just blood. It was what? Okay. Let me just it was tell for you child's this. umbilical cord. No, that's fancy though. <laughs> so thir- I'm going to back it up a little bit. 37 year old Della Marie Gibson Latham apparently was really ticked off at her ex-husband. Oh, specifically his, his wife. Okay. Her ex-husband's wife or, is no, the no, person no. who she's way around. With. I'm sorry. Her husband's ex-wife. She's not the ex. Okay, so, so she she's married. Sent Got something it. to the ex-wife of her husband because gotcha. she thought, quote, this woman, uh, that she wanted the world to know the truth about the ex-wife, claiming that she was lazy, didn't work, and lived off the system. Hmm. Wow, she's got big opinions. So because she was a nurse, she obtains some blood. And that's not all. And she took the blood and she, it was put on some things. One of them was the thing that ladies use. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh mm-hmm. like a pad or mm-hmm. like a, a tampon? A feminine a sh- napkin. Okay. okay, no, it was no, a pad. No, it was a pad. It was a napkin. described as a feminine napkin. Okay. By investigators. Which I just like nobody ever mm, says that. that napkin uh, is so do you feminine. have a feminine napkin? I, I always thought know. it was sanitary pad. Yeah. It's just a maxi, maxi pad. pad. Sanitary paint, because it's sanitary. Um <laughs> it doesn't feel real sanitary. <laughs> well, what well, this particular pad was not, was sanitary, not sanitary. And <laughs> it was sent in a box containing other special gifts, including but not limited to your favorite and mine. Oh, pew, pew. Schmeekle matter. <laughs> Schmeekle? Schmeeces. Okay. Precious. Schmeeces PCs. Uh, she sent them in the box. Oh, boy. Yo. Uh, Along with the. What? I mean, no, I'm saying the blank. That, no, I'm saying the the um, the the, mm-hmm, the, the, the maxi pad. Yeah. Always <laughs> just translate. very. She's very like we're gonna she's like, call get it down what to it is. We use tampons and maxi pads, and neither of them are sometimes diva cups. This is true. Do people Which really that use those? Oh yeah. Also, oh, a ton of people use really? toilet paper yeah. in a pinch. You've yes. been there before. Oh, you know you have. Well, that's like an emergency, right? Like you you're, forgot. You're or... caught without, uh, as as Alexis would say, padless on Mount Fuji. Yeah. Indeed. yeah. Mm-hmm. Synergy. I, I have great respect mm-hmm. for uh, you gals. Thank you. Um, anyway, so I don't know why that occurred to her that that was a good idea. So she Someone did it. tells me she wasn't really also, thinking things all the way through. Also, how does that tell the world that she 
needs to gain employment? Seems like it only just tells her that she got schmeeces in the mail. Yeah, can you imagine getting... You're like, no, oh thanks. my God, I got a package. I was not expecting something from him. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, um, moving on. We're going to go to Ohio. Okay. So uh, there was a wedding in rural Ohio on Saturday, and two people from the area decided, you know what? We're going to go to that wedding. 29-year-old Justin Crowell and 22-year-old William Beeson crashed a wedding in Mansfield, sorry, Mansfield, Ohio. Okay. And they didn't just crash the wedding. They weren't just there to, like, party at the wedding. They were there because they knew that there was booze at the wedding. And so they tried to walk off with a case of beer from the wedding that they crashed in Mansfield, Ohio. Now, the groom was not having it. Uh, So he tried to stop them, and one of the guys started swinging and landed a punch. Now, think of this on your wedding day, right? Like, I think Alanis Morissette sang a song about it. It's like getting punched in the face on your wedding day. Aren't those the lyrics? No? It's like rain on your wedding day. Same thing. Same thing. Or getting punched in the face? (laughs) No. (laughs) One of the guys, William, started swinging at the groom, and he landed a punch, punched the groom in the face, and then Justin, the other guy who uh, had crashed the wedding, jumped in to help, and then a bunch of wedding guests had to break it up. Um, Apparently, Justin also got cut on some broken beer bottles, and, um, well, let's just say they did not, the, the guys who tried to steal the beer did not fare well in this. And so the, the takeaway, and I would like for you to look at their, um, hold on, I'm going to put up their mug shots so you can see how, how this all went down. Um, I just, this is the warning. If you crash a wedding, just try to have fun and like dance with the bride. Don't oh. try to make off with the beer. Or you're going to look like a fool. Or you're going to end up looking like... With one eye. I mean, honestly, they sort of look like exactly like from Central hey Casting. Guys. Right? They're like, these I'm guys will be the beer. idiot wedding crashers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They fulfilled their obligation. Yeah. And they did not get any beer. Who's your crazy, stupid Waka Yama Man. This is the Japanese version of Florida Man, apparently, because we're going to Wakayama City. And I want to tell you about a guy who did something. Okay, what did he do? Well, it was about 9.30 in the p.m., June 15th. A 55-year-old office worker by the name of Tamiya Ueda entered a public high school in Wakayama City. Okay, that's unusual I mean, because... He wasn't a student, was he? It wasn't like 21 Jump Street or something? Well, no, I mean, he's 55. That'd I know, be a I'm just saying weird. 21 Jump Street, you know, they were all undercover. Yeah, and he was not undercover. Okay. Well, he got undercover, and that was the problem. So... Um, okay. So imagine if you will, uh, you work at a school Mm -hmm. and you go to the restroom, you go like, I gotta go to the bathroom at about two 40 in the AM. What? Yeah. I don't know why. Why am I in in a high high school school at two 40 AM? I don't know, but this is what happens. So like, pretend you're a man. Okay. And you feel. Hey everybody do what I want you to do. Uh, if only um i want you to go to the restroom and take out your business okay (laughs) the the visual i wish the audience had 
<sighs> Again. I've never had one of those. I know. I mean, I... I, I <laughs> Did you appreciate the effort? She looked like she was unfurling a... Um, like a scroll, a papyrus scroll? Yes. No, I yes. saw <laughs> I saw a picture yesterday of a uh, man with a, an extremely unbelievable one of those. I mean, so congrats. I'm just saying maybe... I was just so you were looking that. on the internet yeah, yesterday. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it showed um, up. anyway, you had a desire to go to the bathroom. That's why you took out your uh, thing and you went to the bathroom. You're like, you kind of hum sometimes. But again, it's 2.40 in the a.m. And I'm not sure why we're doing this in a high school bathroom. But imagine when you do that, mm-hmm. all of a sudden you bump into that 55 year old man who entered the high school and he's wearing one of the uniforms of the students <gasps> that is a sailor style school uniform. So you, I have a lot of questions you, right now. You walk into the bathroom in the middle of the night mm-hmm. and there's a 55 year old man dressed as a teenager, a teenage sailor, no less in a sailor suit. What? Also using the bathroom. And at that point you're like, what's going on here? This is not Right. So you restrain the man, call the police, and they come to get him. Do you have questions? I have so many questions. I know. I did too, because it, it literally is that strange. It's like First of all, the guy who, who, who called the police, like, what was he to the school? Well, that's... So the people who tell the story are like, we see you. Mm-hmm. We know the questions you have. Thank you. They go, there are a number of rational explanations, such as the man being a security guard, that maintenance works. worker, okay. or a teacher working late. However, the report simply describes him as, quote, a man in his 30s who lives in Wakayama City. Um, the story goes on to say, clearly they didn't omit his job for brevity because they took the time and word count to bother telling us the pointless fact of where he lives. So it's like they're just being intentionally vague. Mm-hmm. Um the the guy wearing the suit, by the way, in addition to you know stealing the uniform, did burgle the uh, school, and um, we we don't really know about the man in his thirties who just happened to take a pee at two forty in the morning at the high school. Okay, I have more questions. I don't know. We don't have time. Darn it! Like I want to know what the heck are the sailor uniforms? Well, I think it's just that they look like sailor uniforms because they have school uniforms that yeah. are kind of sailory. It's not like they're all like Navy <laughs> Navy students or like, I don't know, YMCA paraprofessionals I in training. need to know more. I'm going to do some research on this, but when we come back, we've got a little game to play. That game is called The Throwback. Live! After this on My Talk 1071.